Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Catherine's accountability takes light. Danny's tears overflow. And Madison, girl, she takes center stage. Reunion part two. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz I have to tell you guys, the horn is deserving for Matt over there before oh, we get started. Thank you. Um, and as you'll see right now, oh my goodness. <laughs> do it to <laughs> girl. Do it to wow. I do declare. <laughs> I feel like it's time for a I reunion, like a y'all. I've asked Big Daddy to allow me to come here from the Limehouse Mansion. Come oh, I don't know how to sit in my oh. mother effing petticoat. Crystal, help him. There you go. Come handle, darling. It's, it's like I have a big, big booty. Don't show everybody. Let me just y'all. say, we came prepared Not to tonight. the wedding night. Not yes. to the wedding Go to our Instagrams for full pictures and videos. Hey, After Buzzard. Welcome. Of all of our outfits. Yes. Hey, After Buzzers. Welcome to our Southern Charm After Show here at After Buzz TV. It's our last after show for this season. It was reunion part two. We came and we showed up and we're giving you life with our outfits tonight. That's right. uh, before we get started, I would love to reintroduce my lovely co-host starting with Matt. Sure. My name's Matt Mar. I'm excited to be here. Oh, shit. What is your alter ego, ego name? Oh, I feel like my name would be like, I don't know, probably like Lucy Chaparral. <laughs> Why you have to have Shep? I don't like that you have Shep in, in the mix. No, just... You know? She's part like of that family. She's part of that family. Yeah. Oh. You're that, you're <laughs> that yeah. rich. That bloodline. Yeah. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Crystal McLaughlin. I'm super excited to talk about this episode tonight, and thank you for having me back. Yay. We're so glad you're back. We're so Yay. glad you're back, Crystal. You wasn't the same. I had an audition, so I had to, I had to go. Yeah. I had to go. Go get that money. That's right. <laughs> Susie? <laughs> I'm Susan Pinkney, and I'm feeling Giovanni. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. These gloves are giving we me We bought a reunion wear. Right. We bought a reunion wear. We came to the Showstoppers. Um, we also have our live chat up, which Matt is handling. So yep. if you want to chime in, join the conversation, please do so. It's our last show of the season. We love to keep and communicate with you all. Um, Crystal will be doing our not-so-charming segment at the end. So if you have a not-so-charming moment, please be sure to also get in our live chat. Comment and join the conversation. That's right. Susie has our top three, which she'll be sharing also at the end of the show. Um, but, you know, I kind of want to make this fun tonight. It's our last show. What are overall thoughts for tonight's episode? Personally, I just thought we should have just ended it with it had just this part two reunion. I don't think part one was necessary because I feel like I was getting so much good stuff tonight. What do you guys think? I don't know. I felt like I kind of liked part one a little better than I liked part two. Really? Yeah. I just felt a little <gasps> bored. Like, 
I know. I, I was a little bored. I felt like they could have probably cut that into like a fourth and added that to part one. Like just the juicy stuff and everybody else, including Eliza, could have been left out. Ooh, that's some shade. I know. <laughs> what do you think, Sorry. Matt? CC Freak says Eliza's coming to Afterbus tonight. <laughs> um, I think. Thanks for everybody, by the way. <laughs> Thank you, CC Freak. Um, what did she well, oh. Help me? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get to that. Uh, and by the way, film writer, yes, my cleavage is showing. That's the point. Oh, honey. <laughs> Um, I thought this reunion, um, I kind of agree with you. I think they could have combined some things. I think, it, you know, the biggest disappointment, and I don't mean this to shade her because I love her and I don't, she's doing the best she can, but it, it kind of made me sad that Danny was so emotional. She couldn't really stand up for herself tonight. Right. That made me sad for her. Mm -hmm. It wasn't anything like a. She did it wrong. She just, yeah. she's in it. She's in her feelings. You should have Mary Poppins yourself over there <laughs> and and taken uh, care of uh, Madison. Because the girls tried to defend her a little mm-hmm. bit, but not really. Yeah. What do you think, Susie? Um, I just, it was good. Both reunions, um, part one and part two, I feel like it was necessary. Um, I did find myself. Like actually, when it ended, I felt like it ended too fast. Like it should have been going on. It seemed like it was. I missed something. Like there was like I mean, nothing got resolved. Yes, it like yes, I felt like it, it ended too quickly. It went so fast. It did. Right. So the the episode started right with Danny joining in. Um, she ended in, joined in fairly early. I feel like she was there throughout the entire episode. They started talking about Catherine and her appearance on Watch What Happens Live. Are you okay? What are you giggling about? <laughs> we started talking about the appearance on Watch What Happens Live. And again, Catherine's Our sobriety. <laughs> You're <literally laughs> crying. Catherine, it's that good, the, tonight's episode. Catherine's sobriety takes center stage. Now, Naomi makes a statement saying that there was a mutual friend who was backstage on Watch What Happens Live. Seeing Catherine take a few sips of alcohol, insinuating that Catherine was drunk while she was on Watch What Happens Live, and that that's kind of the reason why she was acting out of line. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of believable, but then Catherine goes back and says, no, I didn't have a drink. That's that's a complete lie. What Do we do? We actually think that Catherine had a few sips before she went on Watch What Happens Live? Because another thing, too, is that the cast feels that their Catherine is unclear in terms of her sobriety. They're not sure if she's sober because of she needs to not smoke, or is it drinking? Were we all confused as well? Didn't you feel you? I mean, you working as a therapist? Didn't you feel like maybe she cocktailed maybe some maybe medications or something? That's I think they're all like. doing more than just booze and weed. Yeah, it just seemed but weird. And Adderall. Yeah, that's, I don't think it was just the, alcohol. Tip of the drug I think part. it was something combined with maybe some medication. I mean, you know. I'll, I think, though, they were surprised. I honestly, um, I thought that was, I hope Catherine sees that. You know, Catherine's in a bit, a get it. Like, I feel like the trauma that Catherine has gone through with uh, uh, Foghorn Drunkhorn mm-hmm, right. is something that, Thomas Ravenel, T-Rap, is something that I don't think very few of us can comprehend. And to right. the women out there and men that do, then my heart goes out to you. Right. So, but there is this, there is this like when does your um when does your uh like your your pain and your trauma become a badge or like a, a or a, or a badge or like something for you to to like a burden a burden you know mm-hmm. a badge or a burden and so there's sometimes I can understand the frustration with Catherine because it does feel like 
every time they come to Catherine and say, "Well, you don't do this or da da da," they all she always responds with, "You don't understand. Mm-hmm. I'm having to deal with this." But I also don't think they fully understand. So it's kind no, of yeah. this, like, so too. and even our news is going to talk a little bit about a little tease about some of the Thomas uh, uh, litigation with Whitney, mm. and so it's kind of allowed him to shut up too. So I definitely think that there's. But then it go, I go back to I agree with the wheat dinner. Catherine was drinking at the time. I'm kind of agree with Cameron that like I think Catherine just did the wheat dinner yeah. to make some good TV and really wasn't like I'm yeah. kind of like okay, girl, you're drinking like you shouldn't be that upset about a wheat mm-hmm. dinner. Okay, I understand what you're saying, and I feel like you can you can use it as a crutch, you can use it um, as a badge or mm-hmm. um, something that you overcome. However. When you know that everything you say is going to be used against you, like literally imagine yourself in an interrogation room every minute of every day, 24 hours a day. That's what her life is like. Mm -hmm. And then even when she's not doing anything wrong, she has people who are projecting, making up things, saying, you know, just creating a fairy tale life that they want her to have. And because her reputation was so destroyed, People believe it. They're mm-hmm. immediately like, oh, yeah, yeah, it must be true. Well, I heard, I heard, I saw, I saw. And then I'm sure whether or not someone was really backstage who saw her drinking yeah. or not, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but if someone did see her drinking from a, a, a wine glass or saw her drinking from a little cocktail glass, it could have mm-hmm. been anything. It could have mm-hmm. been ginger ale, could have been water, whatever. But people are automatically going to jump and have, you know, different conclusions just because, based on what they've heard about her in the past. Yeah. And here's yeah. the thing, too. They're saying, well, we don't know the circumstances of your sobriety and what you can have or what you can't have. Well, you guys complain about her not saying certain things, but you guys are clearly not asking her about mm, what her true. sobriety is or isn't. So look who's call it, calling the kettle black. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me that you are going to constantly hound her about let's say the wheat dinner, right? Why didn't you say something? Why didn't you say something? Well, how come you guys didn't say anything all season Mm -hmm. about her sobriety? You know, they're easy to point the finger and when they gang up on her, they really gang up on her. Mm -hmm. You know? Well, that's the difference Mm -hmm. I feel of having TV friends. Let's say T-Rev. TV friends and real friends. Because a lot of them were saying that they feel like they have to tiptoe around her and ask her certain questions because they know that this will be used against her. Like T-Rev will use this against her in Mm -hmm. court. So I feel like if it's a real friend, they'll know her situation, whether she can drink, she can't drink. So, But then again, I also feel that Danny is a really great friend of hers. So why is Danny feeling the way that she's feeling with Catherine? Probably because they're all in her ear. And the rest of the crew. I think Danny is also, um, you know, compounding situations. Like when you have been 100% loyal to someone and then you feel slighted in any way from that person, you start to look at them differently. And I'm sure Danny 100% still, you know, would do anything for Catherine. However, you start to dissect things differently when you know, well, I have this person's back, but they don't have mine. Right. Right. But she also did, we clearly could see her saying it's all good. Like everything's fine. And the moment she felt it wasn't, you know, um, uh, Catherine, when she was going to the party that Patricia had, she canceled her plans. You can't control what people do. And I, I completely a hundred percent understand, um, why uh, she would be upset with Catherine about that, but at the same time, then don't say you're cool with things. You know mm. what I mean? Like, like speak be, up. Yeah, speak up. Be honest, because then then it makes 
not only cat confused, but then what type of friend are you to like talk behind her back? Because clearly she's talking behind Cat's back. Right. Mm-hmm. So it just it doesn't make any sense to me. Mm. Well, a tear between both of them. I feel like it's also Madison. She was brought into the picture. Matt, what do you feel about Madison and Catherine's friendship? Because it seems like ever since the season ended, mm-hmm. now they're they're like really great friends. Where Madison gets that visitation privilege. Of taking care of Catherine and T. Raph's kids. Well, I guess, and they didn't get into it, but I guess Thomas so far. I mean, now this is all great because we're talking about this now, and Catherine has custody of the children. Right. We talked to, so yay, fifty-fifty, um, right? But yes, yes, but when this was this reunion was filmed like a month ago, yeah. and it had not yet. So, um, but I'm assuming so. Thomas had very he had uh, control over who receive visitation right. and as we know Catherine's mother just passed away about two weeks ago so mm-hmm. when she was doing all this was in the midst of her mother dying from cancer yeah. so I think though Thomas was only letting certain so I guess Madison was one of those approved people that probably knew Thomas so random don't you guys think no I mean Madison's been around for a while it's a yeah. small southern town Charleston's not a big town oh, it's it's gonna gonna be, that's, sorry that's a huge deal getting I don't know. What were you saying? She, she, she's Patricia's friend. You know, Thomas yeah, she, has this relationship with Patricia. I'm sure it's strained mm-hmm. now, but he has this relationship mm-hmm. with, with that family. Um, Madison has children of her own. So mm-hmm. having her be the one there for supervised visitation kind of makes sense if Catherine doesn't have a whole lot of family that she trusts. And she knows, I mm-hmm. again, I've, I've talked actually for Danny. I tweeted about it. But for anybody, I highly recommend... Uh, the radio, the reality life. It's a podcast with Kate Casey. This week she interviewed Danny. It's a lot of tea, kind of really good behind the scenes of kind of how manipulative and horrible Madison and Austin have been. If you didn't think you like Austin now, listen to that. But also a couple of weeks ago she interviewed Madison, and Madison talks about like knowing Thomas for a long time. Yeah. So I think it's just they were a family friend. He's like they they have a kid about your age. It's easy to have a play date there. Mm-hmm. But that was good information to hear. Because again, like it's not like it's not like you know. I get it. Like those kind of legal things. Like I have friends that are adopting a child right now, and until the adoption clears, the only person that can watch their child if they want to go out to dinner is their mother, and that is mm. it. And if anybody finds out, like their child will be taken away from them. Wow. So it's hard. It's really hardcore. You really have to go by, and especially with Catherine, as we reported last week here on that. I'm just talking about all we're reporting. I right? love but, this. But last week, we talked about how Catherine was being watched. I think uh-huh, that article I right. seen where she was being watched, like, day and night. Yeah. So, of Horrible. course, she's going to, like, play by the rules. Right. And that's why she's also very paranoid and yeah. why she's having the type of behavior that she's projecting. You know, mm-hmm. to me, like, when I was watching that, I just felt like, wow, you guys have no compassion. It seems as though nobody has really lived a life the way that Catherine has. And mm-hmm. I say that because besides Cameron, none of these people have children, mm-hmm. you know, so you can't really say, oh, you're being this, you're being that, <clears throat> excuse me, you're being this or you're being that and, and not a good friend and this and that while not knowing the whole situation and 
she was talking about how she's there for her children. Like, yeah. that's what she's concerned about. And well, priority. I'm not to interrupt, but I want to add a little bit of devil's advocate that Catherine was talking about everything for her children. <clears> and, but I think they, what was more important, what they weren't talking about. Mm-hmm. And I think it's that especially Danny has been, to, been friends with Catherine as Catherine struggled with addiction. Since and like forever. I know from like one of the first le- re- things that was sad of when I was doing addiction counseling, with addiction counseling was knowing that this person was going to disappoint me and to let that go. Because they're struggling with something that's bigger than me. That means yeah. more to them than yeah. me, their addiction. And I think Danny isn't just talking about right now. I think she's carrying some past of like, she has been here for Catherine through it all. And for Danny, she's like, I understand you're going through all this, but you can't just give me a text and say, hey, I need two days to be alone and be by myself. You can, Instead, you just ghost me. That's hurtful, and I think that's valid. Yeah, I think what Danny's saying, but I do agree that everybody else yeah. kind of ganged in up a little this and yeah, this, yeah, and yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. know what they're talking about. Like, yeah. I yeah. think it's a Danny and Catherine conversation, right? And should be nobody else's, yeah. right? A conversation right. that we not only is Danny's and Catherine's is with you all. We love to yes. have a conversation and keep it going because, as always, we love to hear from you, right? Yes, now. yes, yes, yes. And I know it's the last Southern Charm. No. And I know y'all are sad, but y'all, we'll always have somebody sitting under a magnolia tree here at After Buzz TV. All you have to do is subscribe on that little button. I never remember what side it's on, do I, Eliza? I never, I never remember, but I'll no, know what side you, the gentleman's on. No, you don't. Oh, God, she's crying again. If you want to stop Eliza from crying, you can subscribe to this AfterBuzz reality channel. Yes, because we've got, we've got housewives, we've got hookers, and we've got lovers and shakers coming. Just subscribe, and thank you for making AfterBuzz the, the ESPN of TV. We love y'all. And leave a, and leave a review, bitches. <laughs> Can I just say that's the best live read ever in the history of all after us. That should be framed somewhere. And Eliza, stop crying because you subscribed. All exactly. right. Exactly. And uh, that leads us into Eliza's appearance that she makes for a quick, like, second. Right. <laughs> when Andy was like, okay, bye, Eliza. And she just ran off. She oh is my not going to be a full time cast member but next no. year no. at all. You just stole my prediction. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Um, so Eliza jumps in. She takes a seat, and the tears start flowing. Yes. They start, and I kid you not, you guys, we all kind of look at each other, and we're like, I, we just can't deal. Uh, this has got to be the end of her this season. Right? First, I just want to say, because we talked about outfits last week, and mm-hmm. Eliza didn't get the benefit of being included. Yeah. Um, she takes the crown for my least favorite reunion oh, outfit. Oh, I didn't love it. And it looked like something, it was not, the dress was fine. It looked like something I'd wear to the beach. Like, you know, like, oh, yeah. let me go to the beach. It looks like a brunch dress. Yes, absolutely. And her hair was on the wrong side, so it was in her face. <laughs> yeah. Like, she should have known what side she sat on. Like, they knew that. You can fix that. Yeah. Whatever. She makes a statement that during her sitting on the couch after she's done crying about her dad's affair and Andy was like, oh, we have to switch this conversation. She says that she didn't know that Ashley had offended every single person on the couch. I well, she that- didn't hurt me. <laughs> she didn't hurt me, so how could I be upset about it? I just don't understand. But, I mean, I'm friends with everybody. Yeah. And, and to Eliza's defense, yeah. I would say well, that... Thank you. 
Um, she offended everyone by way of offending Catherine, with the exception of Miss Patricia. Everyone was offended for Catherine. Everyone was offended mm-hmm. for Whitney and Miss Patricia. You know, like, and then of course, yes, she called Naomi a bitch, and you know all those other uh-huh. things. But yeah. I think the main offenses—they were mad because of the way she treated Catherine. But I'm not going to leave <laughs> Ravenel high and dry in something that I'm not involved in. Yes, I don't Eliza. understand what's going on now. I don't think a lot. <laughs> I don't think Eliza understands herself either. So bye, Eliza. Okay, uh, Fizzle for Shizzle says your dresses look better than all of hers. Hey, Thank okay. you, Kay Fizzle for Shizzle. Hey, um, Do you have anybody else for in the library? I, I uh, oh, there's been a lot. Uh, this oh. this is probably we just have been going to. This has probably been the most active library I think we've ever had on our app. So oh. thank you so much. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, we have, uh, you know, uh, like Lily Sullivan really commended uh, Catherine for reaching out to Madison. Mm-hmm. Cece Freak says, Charleston has a population of 150,000. That's still small. Mm, That's still small to me. <laughs> um, and um, what a, I wish I remember who did, but they feel like a prediction for next year is they feel like Madison is going to become friends with Catherine and they're going to yes. kind of want to gang up and take the boys club mm, down. That would be production. good. Well, yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Madison's got a long way to learn how to redeem herself. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, but yeah, they all are totally over Eliza and yeah. totally, totally. I mean, that was the thing too with Eliza. I was like, I want to have empathy for you, and I want to feel for you. I know what it's like to have a public divorce with your parents. I've talked about that before on the mm-hmm. show, but I wanted to be like, well, I'm only 23. <laughs> wanted to compare your drama to the rest of the people's drama on right, here. Exactly. That is, like, Catherine really looked at her like, her eye roll. Really, bitch? Yeah, those eye rolls really. she was giving. Right. She was just like, mm-hmm. and again, with, sadly, women learn in the South, either you support other women or you get frosted. Yeah. And she better learn real quick because mm-hmm. the boys club is falling apart. Right. Uh, someone who definitely I feel like is ready to join the boys club is Madison. So she makes an appearance, right? And she sits yes. down. I love how like cool and collected she was and she wasn't stressing. She was just chilling back. Like mm-hmm. I want to see what everybody brings. Oh, she what comes you, in hot. She yeah, comes in. Like, and by the way, it was Ian Luca Toledo that said that predicted okay. that about Madison. I came in prepared after listening to that podcast. I came in prepared to say that maybe Madison was a victim in all this because Austin, mm-hmm. someone she trusted, told her you know mm-hmm. the secret that she repeated. Yeah. But then when I saw the micro smile on her face um, as Danny was crying and talking about right. the whole STD situation. I was offended. I was offended for everybody. And then how can... There's nothing funny about that. And the fact that she had a little proud look on her face. Mm -hmm. And I know sometimes editing is weird. They went back to her twice. I kind of feel like it was in that that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just... I think so. I don't... That wasn't right. You know, we all started off loving Madison. And I I still think she's a great character. And I would love for her to be back next season. She's great TV. Yeah. 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 But... You can't trust her. Uh, no, not at all. No. No. Well, mm. they're not her. Apparently, they're not together, but they're friends with benefits, right? Well, um, they're, they're doing everything together. They're doing everything <laughs> together. And Austin took a girl to SeaWorld. How, where did, did he? she take him? <laughs> That's a good question right there. Um, but, uh, Susie, I think you do bring up a good point about Danny because then the conversation starts with Danny and. It's basically said that this whole thing started because of that DM with Gentry, which, by the way, is she still with Gentry? No, no, no. She's been broken up with Gentry. Really, um, again, she talks about it on that Kate Casey. I'm telling y'all, I've tweeted it out. It's a great interview with Danny and Kate Casey. Um, 
the the reality of life. But she feels that that's really one of the reasons why they broke up. That was kind of the main reason why she really was trying to keep Gentry out of all of this. And she really, what we didn't miss in all this is that Danny like tried to nip this in the bud immediately as it happened. She didn't think it was going to be. And feel, Susan, you listen to, so feel free if I'm forgetting anything. But she really tried to go and talk to everybody. And she said, I was totally drunk when I even mentioned that to Craig mm-hmm. about that I that I even got that DM anyway. And then it was just, and it was already passed, and it wasn't even like she was upset at it. It was just like an, an afterthought, right? Right. And Gentry, the only reason that we even know his name, saw his picture, um, had his face was not blurred out, is because he signed a release thinking that he was going to be showing Catherine's house. That's a real That was it. And they took wow. that out. That was it. So he had it. no idea that it, his image, like he'd be on the show. And so wow. she said that it was all settled. She had talked to Madison. She had talked to Austin. All of this was settled. Like everything was cool. And she said Madison basically just wanted airtime and wanted to make this a plot point of the show and blindsided her. So, but she says it's not true. So and then it, where did this come from? But we see it though, too, at the end, at the end when they're making up by the bus. Yeah. And like Madison's like hugging and saying, I'm sorry, it's all behind us. I'm like, she will bring this up again to get yeah. on TV. Well, that's good reality TV. As it well. is. But I don't know. Again, it's not worth it. I will not believe a word out of Austin's freaking fat tongued mouth. Yeah. I He's mean, lying. I, I also like the fact that when this whole situation about her having Shep giving her chlamydia, um, how the ladies kind of stood up for her because, you know, Andy was like, it's really not a big deal. And it's like, no, it is a big deal. This That's because is- every gay man's had chlamydia. <laughs> I mean, the antibiotics I've been on. Oh, my 20s. You know, and, and that, I just, that whole situation really did, did irk me. And Danny's tears were just, I don't know, I felt for her. And I think yeah. you brought up a good point, Matt, in the very beginning where I felt like she could have maybe handled herself a little bit better. Like, what do you guys I think? think? she's devastated, though. Mm. I, I think, mean, yeah, she's still broken she's, by it. She is. And, and I think the thing is, I don't know. I mean, who knows if it's true or not? I don't know. I, who... I, I'm not the one with the test results or whatever, but it just seems Danny like was. everybody... Uh, but I... And here's the thing. We didn't see them. One. Two... Even if it was, it's just, you can't take that away. Even if you showed the results and you showed that she didn't have it, people just are going to, it's kind of like when people go to jail for murder. Like, you'll always be labeled a murderer, even if they prove it's not you, you know? Yeah, you even in that can't. interview, I know yeah, if you're talking you about that reality. you just can't get, you know, away from that, and yeah. that's what's unfortunate, and I think it just, it's probably embarrassing for her family, and I think that's really where it comes from. Like, mm-hmm. she's probably mortified from that. Yeah. But let me say, in the interview, she says, and also Shep kind of reiterated tonight um, on the show, they did eight years ago. Yeah. They didn't know Austin eight years ago. So eight years ago, Shep and Danny were dated for five months. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't know Austin until a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And so under what circumstances would Shep, even Shep, under what circumstances would he ever confide or confess or tell... But why um, would he say misconstrued? It just doesn't make any sense. So like, if he would have said, I never said that, that would be better than him saying, oh, well... It was basically misinterpreted. Like, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? You no, know, like, because Austin. Remember how they gave the montage? Well, they gave a clip of what they were saying in the trailer and what Austin was saying. How he was like, "Oh no, he was having a conversation with um, 
The I producer. think it was with Madison or a producer, and he was like, no, I'm going to say that Shep was the one that told me. And then Shep and um, Madison and um, Shep and Danny can figure it out. But then when he was on the couch, he didn't he take ownership. Track. No, yeah. that's what I'm not. saying. Like, yeah. That's why I think... If that's you what look, I'm saying. If you look at his body... Like when Shep said, no, I did not say that. And then Austin never gave us a full face answer. Yeah. And like, I think I think Danny is telling the truth. A, because I think... I, I again, she like talks about bringing the medical records and all, and like again, she talked about in that cake. Is it like people were going up to Gentry in Charleston and saying like you should go get tested? Like wow. another guy she's dated, people go you should get tested. She has chlamydia, so it's like it's also like, and again, Andy Cohen um, and Susan, you can probably realize this, but especially when you're a woman in the South in your thirties, like. This is like a scarlet leather to Oh, them. for sure. It's a scarlet yeah. leather for her. And so, but I just felt like in watching that, Austin was 1,000,000% lying. I bet if we had a body language expert come oh, in, absolutely. he would totally or she would totally prove that Austin was lying. Talking about body language, as soon as Madison came out, the entire episode, Shep's knee jerk was oh, just. Oh, I noticed that too. Crazy. Yeah. Right. That's his anger. He's it's so just, angry. Yeah, it's just every single moment he's like talking about something and his his head is doing this and he's not even looking at someone directly in the eye. He's looking at Andy and he's like, I'm not going to talk about it. One thing that he said, which we didn't catch because it was unaired footage, was how he called Catherine white trash mm-hmm. during the Craig's pillow party. Oh, I remember that. I don't remember oh, hearing him say 100%. that. Mm-hmm. That was really shitty. And then he made, he felt no remorse. And then he made a comment saying, you should see how my friends are. You should see my friends in Palm Beach. Saying like the comment that he made was nothing in comparison to the comments that his friends in Palm Beach make. Like that is so. You're basically saying like I hang out with douchebags. <laughs> Look at me. I just proved my point. Like he sounds like an idiot. I don't know. And then when like he tried to quote Eleanor Roosevelt, and and, oh and I will say I like Andy Cohen. And sometimes he gets on my nerves, but this interview and somebody said earlier like Andy is short with them. He has no leash with all of them, yeah. and I've kind of loved Andy Cohen on mm-hmm. this reunion because he's not. He gave it right back to Shep. Was like that. That's the wrong quote. Mm-hmm. Like, get your sources right. Um, but Shep was so angry, and so I, I think what was kind of disappointing is that nothing got resolved no. with this whole Madison Shep no. thing. And I think because Madison and Shep are just like that, they never want to be present. They always want to be right. Right. Yeah. Correct. Yes. But oh, one last thing um, that I want to say on Danny's behalf. The one thing that made me question whether or not she was being authentic was because it took her so long to say it's not true. But remember when in her interview that she did um, the podcast, she Uh said, I wasn't paying attention. They were arguing and I was trying to zone them out. She goes, it was late. We're we're getting ready to leave, get on the road. And I didn't want to be there while they were arguing. So she was in her own world. Mm -hmm. And when um, Madison pointed to her gave her mm-hmm. she didn't know if she thought someone was standing behind her at first she had no yeah, idea the that they trip. were talking about her at first she had oh. no idea she also said too like in the party in the the stag ball when madison apologized to her they didn't show that madison apologized to her and danny thought it was done then but then madison also to her after she said and besides if i wanted to have your man i could Madison is a manipulative bitch. I'm telling of you. Of course. Yeah. And she really, I love her. She's great TV. Right. She's great but TV. you cannot, she is the, I mean, think she about is the it. Alexis right. from yes. Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Not yes. new one, the old one. 
But if you even look at, of course she's manipulative. Look at her Instagram. She's got all those yeah. pictures that she took with those hot Italian men. <laughs> you know. And, and she got these hot Italian men. <laughs> and then her mouth's like. That's <laughs> disgusting. And not only Austin that, calls me crying. But when he was, when they were on the trip, or yeah. what was it that she sent? Um, it, what trip was it that she sent um, Austin a photo the, of herself? The RV trip when the boys were right. out of town. Yeah. So she knows what she's doing. Yeah. She's very, very, she's very, very calculated. calculated. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she's not a dumb girl. She's no, beautiful. She's, not. she's got that little dimple. She yeah. plays sweet. She and would charming. be a good politician. Oh, she totally oh, would. Yeah. And she's good at keeping a straight face. Yeah. And she doesn't have any remorse when she does things. I mean, no, she doesn't. We can only see where this goes on right. next season, if right. that's even a thing. Final thoughts, really quickly, of um, the after show, uh, the after show of tonight's uh, reunion part two. Matt, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I, it just still kind of grossed me out that, and a lot of people talked about this too. I was disappointed in Cameron. I was disappointed in Chelsea because I feel like, and also I feel for them because they're in this mixed of the guys world. But yet again, this reunion kind of with, oh, good old Shep gets a pass right. for being an asshole mm-hmm. and being a misogynist and being a classist. And I'm just done with it. I'm done with it. I think a lot of people in the country are done with it. Yeah. But it really shows you how sickeningly this is ingrained in Southern culture. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's... Um, overall, I wasn't impressed with this episode or this reunion, I should say, the last uh, episode of the reunion. And um, I don't know. I just hope that next season we have something juicier to talk about besides chlamydia. <laughs> Instead of my final thought, I'm going to ask Matt. Um, so we, after seeing that trailer and knowing what the foundation or the basis of the show was mm-hmm. and knowing how disgusted the whole country is now with, you know, the mm. undertones of racism. Do you feel like if the show comes back, it has to change? Because Shep is exactly who he was from season one. I don't think from it will change. From the pilot. Yes. So what she's talking about, I think we tweeted this out, and if not, I will tweet this out again. Mm-hmm. We got footage to the actual original Southern Charm trailer that, it's called a sizzle reel, and for those oh, of you I've not in the business, it. mm-hmm. it's what like Whitney used to put together to like shop out to Bravo and mm-hmm. Network. It's called Southern Gentleman. It's called Southern Gentleman, and it really is, it is way before Me Too. And it really is, this show is meant to be like glorifying this like, uppity classist world mm-hmm. and sh- and you see that and you kind of think oh Shep has changed right. and you watch the sizzle and you realize Shep is exactly the same mm-hmm. person yeah. Yeah. Um, and I want to clarify too that they a lot of came at him I, Chelsea's got a thing about having to work I actually think she needs to process that she's kind of has an issue because mm-hmm. I don't care that Shep doesn't work he has a trust fund that's fine I agree you know what I mean like Melinda Gates does not quote unquote work. She runs an amazing charity and yeah. does something in the world. And I think that's what people get upset with the ship. Not that he doesn't work. Yeah, a lot of people just don't seem to understand and take it more as like a privilege and he's so snotty. So it's, I feel like it's a combination of who he is yeah. that makes him say directly point out to his money. Um, my final thought yeah, for, for tonight's episode, I have to say I need like the energy to come up a little bit right. for each and every one of them because a lot of them were just chilling, and there was some drama going back and forth, which I loved. But at the same time, I felt like they were all kind of just there because they needed 
to be there. Well, and they were like, okay, that's it. We're done. Say what you said before this started when you, you saw a little bit of last season's finale. Right. So they were giving on Bravo, they were giving last season's reunion. And I had it on the background as I was getting ready. And they were just on their toes answering questions. And a lot of it had to do between Ashley and Catherine. So that took up a lot of time, right? But at the same time, it, you felt the tension. You felt like it was an actual reunion. Like you were at the edge of your seat excited. And I didn't feel that way this last uh, episode. No. And then this episode I kind of did, but it wasn't as great as watching past um, reunions. I think the group is broken. I think they're very broken. Yeah. I think it will be interesting to see where they land on I season I just feel seven. like Whitney is not 1,000% in it anymore. Mm-hmm. And you can tell he's probably tired and he's not giving the energy and the effort as to bring it forward. And maybe it's just the cast, the entire cast all together. Right. Maybe. And also, you know, maybe they're just tiptoeing around things because, you know, they they don't want to get cat in trouble and Yeah, it's a lot. Know, maybe. All maybe. right, I'm gonna throw it to you, Miss Crystal. Yes. Everybody, uh, it's our, our not so charming moment uh, segment, and uh, what we're gonna do I in this, yeah. and what we do in this segment <laughs> is we talk about uh, the cast members doing something that's not so charming, and of course there were many of those things that happened this evening. Um, why don't you start with it, Matt? I thought uh, my not so charming moment was when. Danny hit it actually so head on when she said to Madison, the only time that everything gets messed up and people go at each other is when the guys get involved. Mm -hmm. And then it was like we saw at the end of the episode after the fact or during a commercial break when Shep went over to Austin and hugged him and said, you did really good. Way to go. And like nobody said anything to Danny or anything. And it was such a gross reminder that this is still a boys club. Yeah. How about you? Um, my mo- oh, excuse me, my not so charming moment would have to be, oh gosh, there were so many. I just, but I'm going to give it to the micro smile that Madison had as yeah. Danny was crying, talking about the, I still say STD, STI, whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, same thing. Um, mine was definitely Shep and his response of his friends. You should see my friends in Palm Beach. Um, and then he just kept on bringing the whole fact that he was raised properly, and it just right. was very just sickening. Um, mine was when Kat was like, you called me white trash, and you could see she was on the verge of tears, she and was. he still didn't apologize. That was disgusting. A-hole. That's A-hole, a, man. again, in the South, the whole, like, chlamydia thing, I don't know if people know, that's a big deal in the South, because uh, it, if you're white trash, that's just, again, there's such a class of yeah. society that uh, it's just, it's a very, very, very mm-hmm. low cut down yeah. to tell someone. Okay, Susie, I'm going to uh, give it to you. Okay, so the top three we do every episode, and our final top three is going to be surprise statements from the reunion. And surprise because I just didn't think they'd happen. (laughs) (laughs) So, Shep understanding what friendship actually means. Okay, when he um, defended Danny, talking about how Catherine um, disappointed her hanging out with Madison. I'm going to (coughs) cough. Excuse me. That was obviously, I was surprised that Shep understood how emotional that could be for Danny Mm -hmm. and stood up for her. Also, um, when he talked about Eliza lacking social awareness. Mm -hmm. Kettle. Right. Hello, Kettle. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then um, another moment uh, that was a surprise moment for me was Chelsea with when she said it's not their fault, talking about people with trust funds like it was a disease or a bad thing. It's not their fault. (laughs) Girl, Chelsea has some issues with people not having to work. Yeah. 
I'm going to win win. the lottery, and I'm going to work. And I'm like, bullshit. You'll be riding around with your hot boyfriend on a boat. Mm-hmm. And I want hashtag. I want that disease. And I think that she, right, right. But I think she was so far into standing her ground there that she couldn't say, "Yeah, if I want a lottery, I'd go to Costa Rica or whatever." Yeah. She had to say, "No, I would work." And I'm sure she'd find some right. way to spend her days. Right. But you don't have to like you yeah, know right. set up shop. And then our final um, surprising moment was. Mm-hmm. Um, the visitation that Madison is one of the supervisors for Catherine's visitation, and it shows how strong the relationship is. And mm-hmm. of course, we know Thomas approved it, but, but that was a surprising mm-hmm. moment. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt, take it away. All right, we got our AfterBuzz news. Okay. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, we've got a couple of quick things for you. First of all, we got a picture of Miss Patricia and O.T. Rav. Uh, O.T. Rav. This is up for two reasons. First of all, um, according to Yahoo Entertainment, uh, Thomas Ravenel's former nanny, nanny now wants to the producers held accountable for the what? alleged assault. Yes, yeah, so she sued Thomas, but now she is suing. And it's interesting, if you watch the sizzle reel uh, that we talked about, she is suing them because she's saying that producers, like provided the alcohol and basically promoted this whole Peter Pan syndrome, Mm -hmm. therefore kind of enabling these men, especially Thomas in this situation, Mm -hmm. to act this way. Mm -hmm. And if you watch that sizzle reel and you see, because Whitney was one of these men, you're kind of like, oh, damn, Mm -hmm. she's probably right. So she's suing the producers of Bravo, also saying that she didn't even really know the release when it was kind of thrown to her to be signed. She barely knew what it was. It wasn't explained to her. Um, also, wait. Why is Patricia in this picture? Because I put Patricia because Patricia is in this same bit of news because Patricia explain, explains this is to realityt.com. This is on the twenty seventh. That uh, the reason Whitney didn't bring up sleeping with Catherine at all is because we and I think somebody said this on the show, but it's true. They are all so scared because Thomas has been grasping at straws and calling. He called Patricia in. Uh, He's been calling everybody in mm-hmm. for a lawsuit that. Yeah. Whitney didn't want to say anything or have anything to do in Catherine's life on television. So Patricia said that's the reason why she didn't say anything. Um, And we've got one other piece of news. Y'all, Dawn's back. Eliza, Dawn's back. What? Yeah. I bet you didn't know this. Dawn, 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 Dawn. And y'all, if y'all are listening to the podcast, uh, if you want to go to YouTube, there's this adorable picture because y'all, Don was on the freaking Bachelor. Don was on. He looks so handsome he there. Was this little yes. He really was. I think this was season five. I think yeah, this was uh-huh. season it was five. a long. This picture is like totally Olin Mills, 1994. <laughs> <laughs> If you know what Owen Hills is. Classic. Yeah. But anyway, so that is our AfterBuzz News. The last one. The last oh. one. You guys, let's jump into our predictions really, really, really quickly for next season. Your AfterBuzz TV predictions. <laughs> Matt, do you want to take it away? <laughs> no, I don't have mine yet. Somebody else go. Oh, I thought you said you wanted no, to go No, I said first. I don't want to go first. Oh, okay. They're going to have to do something different. Either obviously get rid of Eliza or bring on a younger crowd, bring on people who are a little bit more progressive, who understand, you know, what's mm-hmm. acceptable in society. The show has to change a little bit. It's just standing on something that no longer is acceptable in the country. Um, I love the show. I've been watching it since day one, season one. Same. Didn't miss an episode. Right, same. But Same. it feels different now. Right. Yeah. Mm. Right. I think they need people who want to be on there. They're a little more thirsty because they <laughs> mm-hmm. are really comfortable. And I feel like if they bring in, like you said, a younger um, cr- crowd, yeah, mm-hmm. um, a younger cast, it would be, I don't know, I think it would just be a lot more fun. Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. Go, yeah, okay. I, 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 I have, a breath. Go, I have one, actually. Okay, go ahead. This one is... Uh, 
uh, this is actually from Ian Luca Toledo in the chat. I'm going to steal their uh, kind of prediction because they're talking about catching chlamydia or whatever. Yeah. And I just want to say, <laughs> I kind of agree with Ian that I don't think this is going to happen. He said, you know what you can't catch in Charleston? Trop hop. Oh! So- <laughs> That was a clap. Back. I'm a lady. I can't be in the. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. oh my gosh, this has been so fun um, sharing this panel with you all. This has been it amazing, has. Susie. You've been a very great addition. Yes, to very much. So. Thank you guys for bringing me on and accepting me. I appreciate it so much. Yes, we thank each we and every one of you. For viewing us on YouTube, listening to us on iTunes, everywhere that you can, commenting, leaving us five stars, DMing us, all the news, everything, all the fans that we have made. We thank you, each and every one of you, from the bottom of our hearts. Yes, we do. As well as any Southern Charm cast member who's watching, we thank you for giving us <laughs> reality TV. Yes. yes, and Gentry. Uh, and Gentry. Hey, Gentry. Hi. We he love just, that. It's been a great season. Um, before we leave, Matt, do you want to give your final message and let everybody know where they can find you? Y'all, I just say somebody who's rich, just buy some flights and let's all meet at Gwen's and just yes. shop and have a talk. Go get Danny's pants. Bring suit. that black card. Yes, but <laughs> I think uh, we're so the best way that y'all can keep up with us, y'all, over the summer, over the fall, before the next is to follow us on our social media. So be sure to follow me at the Matt Mar, two T's, two R's. I tweet and I Instagram. That's where you can find me. Hey, everybody. You can find me at Crystal823. That's with an I, not with a Y. Um, also, you'll be seeing me and Maite on oh, yeah. Thursday nights at 7 o'clock on Huda Boss. That's H U D A boss, and she does makeup. It's a show on Facebook. Hopefully, you guys tune in oh, and cool. watch. You can watch Good it Tuesdays you. and Wednesdays, and then tune in on Thursdays. Awesome. You, Susan Pinkney, you can find me at SUZQ90210. And please follow me because I'll have some changes coming real soon. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yes. Hooked up with the HSN. Oh, yeah. We have to. T- yeah. 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 We're excited. Hey, guys. My name is Maitha Creo. You can find me everywhere at This Is Maitha as well with Crystal on Thursday nights for Huda Boss. We love you guys. Thank you so yes. much for joining us this season. We'll see you here next season. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.